This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. I love that I haven't opened my mouth and you're already laughing. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those. It was the notes, which, uh, you know, the, when we get into it, you, you'll, you'll have to look online. She posted her notes on uh, I did, and that's not Twitter. even all of them. I ended up adding. Oh, that's oh, exciting. No. So today's episode is going to be something a little different. No guest. I'm just talking to Andrea about her time. <laughs> In Florida, because she got to escape the, uh, although the weather wasn't, I wouldn't have been as, uh, I would have been more jealous had the weather not been decent up here, but. Right. That's what I heard. I was like, it was apparently nice while I was gone. You were on your first NCAA Mm -hmm. trip? Yes. And going in, I had been warned that it was going to be a lot of work and it definitely was. And, uh, you know, I don't mind that part. Like Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. I don't have to sleep very much. I can work, you know, and I want my stuff to look good. So I'm willing to, you know, forego a little sleep. I do it every morning, so I'm used to it. But uh, it's like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong while we were down there. It was insane. And, like, poor Kenny, I'm sure he felt the same way. It's like bad luck just followed me wherever I went, <laughs> so you were and with, he was stuck with me. You were with Kenny, who's been on a number of these trips. Yes, but none like this oh, one. Oh, my goodness. So so started off, uh, I guess, what day did you all hit? And that's one of the other things people don't realize. You know, we usually go down in, like, mm-hmm. a caravan. They'll just send down a vehicle right. or two packed in with everybody. Yeah, so uh, there were two vehicles. Um, we left on Tuesday, and um, Tuesday night we didn't really shoot anything just because there was nothing going on. That was a day just for traveling. So that day was fine. Like, I made it down there in one piece. Everything it was settled all good. In. Yeah. Uh, then Wednesday— How close were you all to the uh, to the arena? Because I guess— Pretty close. This was Jacksonville, right? Yes. We were pretty close, and there was a media shuttle bus that would go back and forth, so I used that. Um, but— yeah, so let's see. Day one, I guess my first thing I did was a live shot with Brian at noon. All good, right? At that point, everything was good. Then, you know, we go inside to get media credentials. Everybody sails through the line perfectly. And, of course, I get up there, and my name is not on the list. I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. All right, so uh, that was number one. And they're like, okay, go sit at that table over there, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll send somebody out to help you. So I sat over there. I kid you not, for 45 minutes, and no one came to help me. Like, I had several people, like, asking me questions. Like, I was with the tournament. I was like, no, I'm, I'm a reporter. I just don't have credentials yet. I'm just sad. <laughs> I'm just not welcome yet. Uh, but literally, like, this woman, she, like, looked through the badges, like, real quickly when I first got there. I was like, sorry, yours isn't here. So eventually, at some point, I was just like, I got to go start working. Like, I can't just sit here all day waiting for you guys to maybe get someone to help me. So I walked back over and there's another guy. And I was like, look, is there anyone coming? Like, I've been waiting for a long time. And uh, he's like, let me just look one more time. There There it was. There it was. Just like, all righty then. Somebody busy. Just a little too busy. Yeah. All right. And normally, like, I'm very, you know. I'm cool. I'm like, oh, it's all good. I understand. I was getting a little annoyed at that Especially point. when you've got stuff to, to start yeah. working on. Yeah, and I'd never been there before. I was like, I was trying to get ahead, and, I, you know, just I didn't know what to expect. So just little setbacks like that aren't aren't great when mm-hmm. you're already kind of a little nervous. So that was that was number one. Yeah, day one, before <laughs> I even got started. What, what were your responsibilities while you were down there? You were doing stuff for the morning show. Yes. So, uh, yeah, basically I would do stuff for the morning show every day, which was four – basically four long live hits and then I would toss to Jim you know <laughs> do our little weather <laughs> tosses which apparently were the very entertaining because <laughs> I enjoyed some of those I watched your interactions <laughs> we we just fight like brothers I was gonna sister. say I think you all pick on each other so much that you miss it's like when you're not around uh, family 
for a while, and then you get around each other, and you want to pick on each other. Exactly. So there you go. That's how we show love. <laughs> so we much really love each other. So you showed a lot of love, yeah. <laughs> Even from afar. But uh, yeah, so... And then I also would do teases. And then I did the mid-morning show as well. We didn't have a noon, thankfully. So that got me off the hook from having to do a noon live shot. And uh, and then I would turn at least a package for the evenings as well. So I was busy, you know. And I, and I probably overextended myself a little bit just because I wanted the morning show to look really good. I think normally they just kind of repurpose stuff from the mm-hmm. evenings. But I'm like, that's, that's my you show. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, like I feel ownership over that. And I wanted it to look good for everybody back at the station. I'm like, if they're going to send me, like I want it to be worth it for our show. So I thought I did good. And, you know, I got some interesting stories. But it was a lot of work for sure. And you set up some some cool stuff, things that I had never seen us do before I mean, it's, it, we always look for kentucky connections which mm-hmm. is great because that's one of the things people want to tune in to see but you did some stuff for people heading down right might, because we get there a little bit earlier than than some of the fans right. so it's kind of stuff that people might be interested in you hooked up with a food blogger yeah it was really fun so that was kind of my goal i was you know i've watched a lot of this over the years and i feel like sometimes it does get kind of repetitive so i was trying to come up with new ideas something different that we hadn't done before and uh yeah so before the trip i actually reached out to the instagrammer the food critic and uh it was so cool I looked up best of Jacksonville is how I found him. And he was the best Instagrammer. And I was like, well, that's random. So I go look at it and it's all this beautiful food. And, you know, everybody wants to eat. What do you do when you're down there? You drink, you eat, and you watch basketball. You want to go to places, you you know, you can't go to here. Exactly. So that was my goal with him was to go find places, you know, while people are down there. A lot of people went for the Thursday and Saturday game. You got to do something in between. So, uh, yeah. So I ended up meeting up with him. And then I also reached out to a group called the Craft Beer Girls. And uh, it's so weird. My intention was to kind of focus my story on them. But once I got down there, we met a Kentucky guy who is a head brewer at one of the places. And he's from Louisville, but like Cheers for UK, which I'm like, ah, well, All right. there's my story. I'm sorry I had to kind of cut the craft beer girls because they were so sweet and they set everything up for me. But yeah. apparently there's a Lexington's chapter, so I'm going to try to maybe meet up with them at some That'll point. That would be cool. Craft beer, story very here. big up here as well. Yeah, and Jacksonville's the same way. It's like really growing and booming right now. So that was that was fun. So I just thought those were things that people could benefit from or, you know, just like I said, just something different. And that was, that. like I said, that was my goal. So anyway. That day, you know, the first day went pretty smoothly. Everything was all right. So I guess I did my live hits on Thursday morning. That was the day of the game. So it was all kind of looking ahead, and we had fan stuff from open practice and and all that. So everything went pretty good for that day. Then it's like as soon as that was over, it was all downhill from there. I already had the media credential thing, but so – you know, I call back to the station. I'm like, what do you guys want, you know, thinking about for mid-morning for the 10 o'clock show? And they're like, we want you to go get, you know, just fan stuff, new fan stuff. So we try to, uh, I called the alumni association to see if anybody was staying at a certain hotel, like a big group of people. So we'd be more likely to find them. And of course they weren't. (laughs) Everybody does their own thing. So I was like, okay, we knew where the players were staying. So we're like, I bet there are some crazy fans that found that out and they're probably there right now. So they might be having breakfast or something. So we're going to go try to catch up with them there. So we get in the car and start heading over there. And uh, there's like this huge line of traffic that we sit in for so long and we couldn't figure out what was going down. And so apparently a train was broken down (laughs) and we were just sitting there like just sitting in the middle of the tracks and we were like so far behind we couldn't even see what was happening so you know I finally ended up calling back I was like I'm not getting any fresh sounds so like what you know 
I'm going to try to find stuff from last night that I didn't use this morning. So I used a different guy, put all that together, get set up back where we did our, our morning hit. I was going to say we're live from stuck in traffic here. At the we almost track. thought we were going to be. Yeah. Like we had the cell phone out in case I had to do a live hit from the car. And I just would have said it. I mean, <laughs> you know me. I'll just say whatever whatever I'm thinking. And uh, so we get back finally, repurpose repurpose some stuff real quick and we get ready to go live and you know as I'm standing there waiting for headlines which are about to start Dick Gabriel gets in my ear and he goes PJ Washington isn't playing tonight they just announced it and I was just like that changes everything Alrighty then so everything I had written was irrelevant (laughs) so uh you know I kind of just had to wing it and it went really well, like, because I remembered a few things. So I was like, okay, so obviously, PJ, that's the big thing I got to talk about first. So I just kind of read Cal's tweet about it and, you know, some of the stuff that we already knew about PJ. And uh, I was like, there's good news and bad news. Started with bad news. PJ's not going to play tonight. But then I remembered the night before, everybody, there were all those rumors about Cal leaving for mm-hmm. UCLA. So I was like, okay, we got the bad news out of the way. But he clarified Let's those. talk about Coach Cal. Here's some good news for you guys. So I got through that, and it actually went way better than I thought. I'm, I think I'm honestly better when I don't have a script because I can't think too much. <laughs> don't have to worry about looking down at something. Exactly. Like, like, if go. I just talk, I can usually get through something. But uh, when I try to memorize a script, I mess up. So I just kind of was like, well, whatever. Let's get your just, bullet points. Let's just do this. So I kind of, you know, in between my first, you know, open when, when I had to basically break the news about PJ and then like what? Two minutes later, when I had to do my hit, I was like, okay, what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> so uh, Man, I made crazy. it through yeah, that. To have everything switched that close to your hit. Oh, is, yeah. Uh, it was it was yeah. rough. So I was like, okay, survived and advanced. Survive and advanced. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then I met up with the food Instagrammer. And the first place we go is this place called V Pizza, which, by the way, was incredible. So good. So we were like... If I opened a pizza place, that might be what I'd name it. Hey, Victor Pizza. Okay, there you go. It was good for you. It was so good. I can't explain to you. I mean, I'm all about hearing about good food. So right. I guess what was their deal? I, yeah. Just, just fresh pizza. I don't know just, what it was. Mm. Honestly, I don't know what it was. It was something about the ovens and the temperature. Like, they can crank out a pizza fast because those ovens are so oh, hot. Yeah. The old so, brick I don't ovens. know. I guess that was had something to do with it. Awesome. I'm not an expert, but <laughs> it was just good. It. That's yeah, all yeah. I know. Uh, but so we're packing up. We were kind of finishing up, getting ready to head out. And we look over, and literally, the the manager walks over to us and he's like, I think the the Kentucky coach is here. And I was just like, huh? And he thought it was Coach K. And I was like, that's not that's not UK. Like, But I was like, he's not here. Coach K isn't here. And then I look over, and there's John Calipari standing there getting ready to order pizza. Give us a pizza. And I was like, again, this changes everything. <laughs> All right, we may want to include <laughs> right. this. So, you know, I thought I was going to have time to, like, go back to the station, like, get some stuff together, get my stuff ready for the morning with this Instagrammer guy. No. So I call back, and I was like, hey, Coach Cal's at the same restaurant we're at. You know, he didn't talk to us. Yeah. Because he's, you know. He's busy. He's busy, and I honestly didn't want to bother him. I did try. I had to ask. Yeah, that's the thing. He's there. That's like, my hey. job. And I think he gets that, but he was just like, no, no, no cameras. Uh, so we did talk to a couple that had talked to him and like got his autograph and a picture with him, and they were so cute. One of the perks of the trip is sometimes you'll bump into exactly. Coach Cal at the restaurant you're at. Yeah. And I also bumped into like a former coach for ACU, 
And he was the sweetest, Aww. sweetest man. They were very happy to be there. That's what the, one of the things I saw from all of their oh stuff was them just being like, look, we're here. I, we're going to lose, but we're very happy. I fell in love with their coach. I wanted to do the a whole story. The one who ripped story. his pants? Yes. I wanted to do a whole story, which got shot down, about him just because he was so funny. Like yeah. his whole story about his suit with the hole in the pants. He's like, I only have two suits, and, you know, we only got one seamstress in town, and, you know, she couldn't get it done. <laughs> and he busted them at the game that got them to Previously, the tournament. Yeah. yeah, so it, his celebrations were just too much for his pants to handle. And uh, he, I guess he had another suit, and I, he left it at the airport. <laughs> so I knew I was like, this guy <sighs> is the most interesting part. I, I'm like, we know about UK. We talk about him all the time. So I honestly wanted to focus on him, but I got shot down. But that's funny. I fell in love with this guy, and that's probably because I'm not a I'm not a huge sports person, but I get sucked into the random stories. You just you just <laughs> like the people, yeah. Exactly. I just like the people, and I met his mom, who was so sweet. <laughs> I met the coach's mom. And she was so nice to me. And I was just like, I love these people. You just felt bad. You're like, I'm sorry, but we have to crush you. I know, I know. And they knew it. You know what I mean? Oh, no. That's, what, totally that's the thing I enjoyed was all of their all of their stuff was just, you know, we're here for a good time. And I they, know. And they were. It's like, you know what? It was great. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, he said, he's like, if PJ comes out in a boot, I think we got a shot. He didn't come out at all. And they didn't have a shot. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> but I really did. He was so well, charming. What did you all, um, so during the day, I guess, did they have food at the arena for media? Or did you all just have to pack your own and just kind of uh, scrap it? Like, were you foragers? Yes. Now, not to complain too much, but the hotel room that they booked us in did not have a continental breakfast. And that's the first thing I look <gasps> for in a hotel. I'm like, I need free breakfast because I'll eat a lot and yes. I'll steal the fruit for yeah, later. Yeah, there you go. And yeah, the cereal I'm like that too. I grab a banana and an orange boom. Exactly. I'm... You got to put it all in your backpack. We didn't have that. There wasn't even any coffee. So. Every day after our live hit, me and I made Kenny take me to the Family Dollar, which I went to every morning to get one of those like Starbucks coffees. Because <laughs> I'm addicted. I mean, I drink so much coffee the cold ones? every morning. I was like, I need it. Those like, are so much sugar. Oh, it's so bad for you. And normally I wouldn't get those, but. Which is kind of uh, everything on the road is so bad for you. And we literally and found just... the slowest McDonald's on the planet. Every time we ordered food, we had to park. And I mean, we sat there for 10 minutes at a McDonald's waiting for food. And I'm just like, what is this? And there wasn't a line. Like, it was bizarre. I'm telling you. It's bizarre. So, anyway, yeah. So, pizza with Coach Cal. <laughs> you know. I had to keep shooting the story because we had two more places to go with this Instagrammer guy. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I honestly need to go, like, knock this story out for tonight. But I didn't have time. So, we follow him and we go to this uh, ice cream place, which was amazing. And then we also mm. go to a coffee shop, which was really good. So, I was like, so we had, like, entree, dessert, and coffee. And... They were all amazing, and he was so nice. Loved him. Nate Mayo. Nate does food, by the way. You should go follow him on Instagram. He is such a good follow. I'll check um, him out. Yeah, you need to. But I just thought the idea of a food Instagrammer was interesting. I could have done a whole story about that and just, like, what he does for the pictures, which I did ask him. And, like, he have a, he, does he have a little setup, like a ring around Oh, his... he has a very nice yeah. camera, and, I mean, it was intense. It was impressive. It really was. And I think he said – I wish I I think he called it real estate. He's like if you take pictures, you know, horizontally, you have more real estate on Instagram, so you always take them that. I was just like, "Oh my gosh." There's like a real science and thought behind these things. So, I it was, remember that it was when I'm taking pictures of my daughter. 
I know. I post on Instagram. I know. It was so funny. But yeah, so that was interesting. But anyway, those two places were also great. And I ended up not being able to fit everything in one story. So I ended up splitting those up. Which is nice because, yeah, then you get to film more time. I was like, there's two hits and they relate to each other and they were good. But uh, in the meantime, I had to get back and throw stuff together for the Coach Cal story. And we were supposed to go to the pep rally also with the Alumni Association. So Kenny had to go shoot that while I was back there editing. You That's know. the other thing. You edited right. all your stuff. I mean, Yeah, you, I did. You were on a little laptop just plugging right. away. And since he was gone, I didn't have a camera to voice my story. So I couldn't start B-rolling till he got back. So it was, you know, it was just like a perfect storm. Everything oh. that could go wrong went wrong. You know, just one of those things. And it was like, it's such a good story. I'm just so upset. I can't, like, just do a good job on it. Like... I can't believe I found Coach Cal now. I can't like turn it. And, you know, <laughs> I, I I stress out kind of. No, I just, I'm just picturing you crying in a hotel room. Oh, there were like these two. No, I wasn't in the hotel. I was at, oh, at in the, the media at the center arena. at the arena. <laughs> but there were like these two black curtains that had like a little space in between. And that's where I would go in and cry when I just started getting so overwhelmed. <laughs> Here's Andrea's cry corner. <laughs> it was horrible. It really was. You so. put up a little sign like do not enter while I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, enter at your own risk. So anyway, so the first morning I will moving on. It, it ended up getting on the air. Everything's fine. But then I had to also, you know, go ahead and turn stuff for the mornings, which I will give my morning crew a huge shout out on this. I've never, like I said, I've never been before. So I didn't understand. I was like, how am I supposed to talk about this game when I'm supposed to be sleeping during the game? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know who we're going to play. I won't know, like, what happened. And I, I feel like I need to talk about this conversationally. And you want to be able to watch the entire game, but really, realistically, you need to be asleep. Exactly. Yeah. So it was so hard for me. I couldn't stop looking at my phone. Like, I couldn't sleep. So I just kept looking at my phone, and, you know, I, I don't think I slept at all. But it was fine. They ended up helping me so much. They wrote me kind of like a rough draft, and then I went through and, like, just kind of rewrote it in my words, and it went beautifully. Helped. Just perfect. So I love them for that. That they were awesome. Shelby, Noah, Kelsey, you guys back saved at the station. me. Yeah. I literally texted them after that show, and I was like, "I love you guys so much. I miss you so much." Like, and they're Mom, like, "Mom, I want to come home." I know. It was so <laughs> like <funny>. camp. <laughs> they're just like, "What is happening?" And I was like, "You don't even know. It's awful." Anyway, so that morning before the morning show, the first day, I realized how cold it was. I was expecting Florida to be a lot warmer because mm-hmm. I'd looked at the forecast and I just didn't realize how cold it was going to be at the time I did my live hits for the morning show. And we were <laughs> so also, you were not properly attired. I was freezing, so we were also down by like the river walk, the wharf, and it's always colder, you know, by the water because yeah. there's all that breeze. And so I was freezing. So I had bought a pair of pantyhose because I was like, okay, those. Honestly, they do keep you warm. You wouldn't think so, but they help. And uh, I open up the box, and there's a giant hole before I even, like, took them out. And I was (laughs) like, go figure, obviously. Also, the night before, I had managed to lose my shoe, uh, my heel. I guess it had fallen out of my backpack. And I found it the next morning, like, when we walked back out. I didn't even know it was missing. Your high heel shoe? Yes. I took one pair of heels just in case they, like, did a full body shot so I didn't look like a scrub. And, uh, yeah, so I found that that morning. Anyway, got through the morning show, found that shoe, and I was like, sweet, maybe my luck is finally turning around. just found shoe outside randomly. <laughs> so I go oh, back wow. into the hotel to start doing stuff for the mid-morning show again, and uh, I just kind of found this back room down at the hotel because I was like, I don't want to go back to, up to the room. Like, I can just work down here, and it's quiet, yeah. and, you know, away from everybody, and I can focus. And 
these two little corgi puppies run up to me and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Puppies, I needed yes. this. I was like, oh, God sent me these puppies like to help de-stress <laughs> me. Like, what are they called? Emotional support animals? <laughs> yes, like, it's literally go. like they were just walking up to me and I'm like petting them. I took a little video and then put it away and started petting them. And immediately I feel something warm on my foot. And one of the little corgi puppies was peeing on my other oh. pair of shoes. Like, I was like, I just got a pair back, and now I've lost another pair. So I feel bad for Amber. I did put them in a plastic bag, but they kind of stunk. <laughs> it was about the issue. I'm like, I don't even have time to clean them. I just have to go. And then I forgot that there was pee on my shoe. I just took them off and, like, sat barefoot and worked on my story. I washed myself off a little bit in the bathroom. Wow. But uh, it's like I was supposed to be meeting Kenny outside to do our live shot for 10, and I was like, I don't have any shoes. So I have to like run upstairs, get my get another pair of shoes, run back down and like get them while I've hit and somehow I made it through it. Okay. It's like a bad comedy. Oh, it's it was it's like and then and then we'll have dogs pee on her shoes. Yeah, it was horrible. And honestly, like none of it sounds real. Like I don't even believe all of this stuff happened to me. <laughs> so I'm sure other people are like, There's no way. So you survived the dog dog pee shoes? Yes. Honestly I didn't even get that annoyed at that just because I love dogs so much. <laughs> It's okay, doggies. He didn't mean it. But uh, anyway, so that night uh, we met up with the the brewery. We did the brewery story. And um, we went to two different spots. And I took my my first Uber, which I'd never done before. And uh, the guy was really nice, and I enjoyed it. But anyway, he ended up uh, dropping us off. And then I met a lady that that took us to the true breweries. So on the second one, we met the Kentucky guy, and it was awesome. So she starts driving us back to the arena, and I realize I don't have my backpack. And I thought it was in the Uber, maybe. I thought I had left it because we met her outside one brewery that was closed, so we ended up getting to go to that one. And I remember taking my jacket off and, like, putting it by the st- like on the stoop we were sitting on. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I think I left my backpack on the stoop. And I knew, I was like, there's no way it's still there. There's no way. Because there are quite a few homeless people, which is really sad, but also not great when you leave. You know, hey, free backpack. Exactly. When you leave a backpack on the side of the road with my laptop and my earpiece and my shoes that I had just found and my work phone and my, oh my like, just everything I needed for the rest of that trip was in that backpack. And that is when I really broke down and just, I was in a puddle on the side of the road. <laughs> Like, I was supposed to be shooting a stand-up for the story that was going to air that that night, which I had shot. So did you go back? Yes, we went back and looked at the the one brewery because we were like, all three of us decided that there was no way that I had it when we went to the last place. Um, I was like, I didn't have it on. I don't remember bringing that in. And neither Kenny nor the lady we were with, they were like, no, you didn't have it. I don't remember you taking it in. So we checked the one brewery and the stoop, and it wasn't anywhere. And like I said, then I was in a puddle on the side of the road, and I start calling my bank because I had to you know, cancel my, my card. And thankfully, I was just like, can you just suspend it? I'm like, I might find it. I had no hope of finding yeah. it. You know what I mean? I was like, there's just no way. Um so finally, I get back to the hotel room, and I've, like, called my mom and my brother, and I was crying. Couldn't shoot my stand-up because I couldn't stop crying. So I had to just go back to the hotel and voice that part, and Kenny had to just oh put some God. video over it, which I had knocked that story out the first day. Like, yeah. we were ahead on this one for once. I was ahead on something. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a disaster. So you never found the bag? I did. Believe it or not. 
So that woman ends up, you know, my brother was calling me and I'm like my mom, I think they were honestly worried about me. They're like, she's never been, <laughs> she is she's always a trouble. mess, but like never this bad, you know, it was just bizarre. So uh, the, the lady called me and she's like, you know, Matthew found your bag. It's at Hyperion. So the Kentucky guy had my bag the whole time and I had no idea. So, you know, Kenny had to do something else, so he couldn't drive me back over there. So I had to download Uber on my phone because I'd never used it before. <laughs> I mean, I live in Nicholasville, like in the country. So many firsts. Yeah, There's you're not no really way. taking a lot of like, Uber I trips. I had no reason to have an Uber uh, account, so I had to get that. And at first I thought I was going to had called mom. I was like, can I please have your credit card? Mine's gone, and I have to sign up for Uber, and it needs a credit card, and I don't have one. And then I was like, never mind. I can use PayPal. Bye. <laughs> oh, boy. I signed up through PayPal, and the nicest lady came and picked me up, and I really did love her. But uh, I go back, get my backpack. Uh, and So I'm really behind at this point because there was a big chunk of time where I wasn't doing anything. I was just trying to, like, eat my first real meal and just kind of take a second to chill. Um, so I get back, and I get my bag, and it was good. Um, but I remember during that process, I also ended up calling one of the engineers back at the station because – I knew my work phone was in my bag. And I was like, maybe I have find my iPhone on the work phone. Because mm-hmm. I still had my cell phone, thank goodness. But, uh, yeah, so I called, and he's like, yeah, most of them have it just because, you know, you know, we updated yeah, most as, of them. Yeah. Yours was, was one of them that Mine isn't. was not updated. <laughs> and I was like, of course it's not. <laughs> so I do need to find Matt Moore today. You get that he's changed, like, yeah. When I finally told him, I was like, please don't tell anybody. I was like, just don't. I've already had a bad week. Like, just don't tell anybody I'm embarrassed. So you got your bag. And then you, so uh, during this trip at night, did you go out to eat or anything? Did you have? Oh, no. No. Never. Oh I don't, like, I don't think I had a full meal the whole time I was down there. And then when I finally did get that burger, I got a Big juicy burger. I couldn't even eat it because, like, I was just so exhausted. I hadn't eaten anything in so long. It's like my body was rejecting oh the food. God. It was insane. So when I get back to the station or back to the hotel and I start editing the two stories I still had to do for the morning show, plus the Wildcat warm-up the next day, you know, I was trying to knock out. I was like, I'm just going to get everything done tonight. I'm not going to sleep. It's going to be fine. So <laughs> I'm not going to sleep. Yeah. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Famous last words. I know. I have my backpack. It's going to be okay. It's all right. So uh, our boss, Robert, ends up calling me at that point, And he's like, how's your first time covering the tournament? <laughs> and I just lose it. I was just like, it's been awful. Not the first time Robert's had to hear you cry. <laughs> Probably not. No, definitely not, actually. I can say that with confidence. But, uh, yeah, so he was just like, oh, my. He's like, well, you and Amber have Monday off, so that's good. (laughs) I was like, okay. I assumed I would, but I didn't know. (laughs) You know, I was just, finally, I was like, I have to go. I have to keep working. I don't have time to talk. So I go, and I get everything done. Thank goodness. And he actually ended up letting me uh, record my stuff that night to air for the morning show on Saturday. So that actually helped me a lot. I was so got to sleep he was like, you need to just go to bed. Yeah. He's like, if, if, you know, I think you're about done, like go ahead and just go shoot ins and outs outside. Cause it was already dark, you mm-hmm. know, so it looked like it, it was looks the, the same. Yeah. It looked the exact same. So I was like, thank you, thank you so much. So uh, yeah, got, got that done. Oh boy. I still had to wake up early the next day to finish my story for the Wildcat warm up, but we got through it. And it actually turned out really good. So. Well, there you go. And that's the other thing. Looking at your stuff, it all looked great. Oh, that's what my mom was like. And I think Robert also, when I said I was like miserable, he's like, you seem so happy. I was like, watching all your stuff? That's my job. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I think that's that's the yeah. sign of a true professional. Right. You know? You're falling apart. You're looking at the camera going, I'm dying inside. <laughs> but I mean, that's outwardly, really what was boom. happening. It was insane. Just it, it was crazy. Truly, it was crazy. Uh, but yeah. So I made it through it, and Saturday was bizarre because I did the Wildcat warm-up, and basically I didn't have anything else to do. Everything else was like So the at that game. point you're done, yeah. So And I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, I felt Because you've so been so weird. on and so yeah. wound so tight, suddenly it's like, okay, you're loose. Exactly. So I, you know, we were at the arena, and Lee Kay actually took me upstairs to the media section to, like, watch the game. Nice. Which is where I found out you're not – well, actually, not Sam to, had warned us. Sam had warned us. He had told us you're not supposed to and cheer. And Lee Kay warned me again up there, but, like, I couldn't stop myself a few times because that was an intense game. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I had to sit on my hands at one point <laughs> just because I was like, ah! ah. I, like, I wonder I, if they're used to it with Kentucky because probably. I feel like a lot of uh, people who cover Kentucky are also big fans. Lee Kay was very professional. Yeah, no, I'm, that's the thing. <laughs> I'm sure Lee Kay and Brian are used to it. But yeah, it's like, they were mm. good, but I was, like, literally just, like, killing taking everything in me not to not to do that. it's like that meme of the kid like in class trying to like leaning forward and his face is all like Ugh. exactly that was me watching the game uh, even the game before like because honestly me i was cheering for lsu for the uh, the only reason was that SEC. they didn't go into the overtime oh. so that we could get out of there and i could go <laughs> home you know what i mean because i still had to get fan reaction after the game okay so that was the last thing i had to do which was easy you know they're all yeah everybody's especially when you win everybody's happy to talk but it was funny, you know, we had to go outside before the game was over, and it came down to the wire. Mm-hmm. So until we ended up going down to, it like, a bar and watching the end ourselves, yeah. we, I was like, we're not going to know what to expect. Like, we're going to see people walk out, and I'm like, either they're going to be thrilled or they're going to be crying. And, like, it's just going to be a surprise. Like, I won't know because we tried to pull it up on the phone, and it, yeah. like, wasn't and working. And trying to talk to people after a loss, a lot of times they <gasps> don't want to just I really didn't want to do that. I was like, please yeah. win. Please win, please win. And they did. So that worked out well. But I remember in between that time, I ended up going downstairs to the media room again to watch the game because obviously I couldn't handle being in public. <laughs> so <laughs> that's when I started tweeting out pictures of like the table that all the coaches and players sit yeah, at for and their interviews. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I was waiting for the picture of you up at the desk. I know. Giving it because, you know, I, was I have sure. been to an NCAA tournament before covering it for, for a station. Right. And, um, yeah, that's one of the things I did was take a picture there. I was like, I it's really, fun. I, I tweeted it out. I was like, I, why am I such a child? Like, all I want to do is go up there and take a fake picture. Everybody wants to do that. I mean, that's the thing. When we went down there, everybody did it. It's exactly. like, yeah, okay. Then. Well, you know, at that point, I'd already embarrassed myself pretty badly. <laughs> you didn't want to be that <laughs> I'm person. I'm pretty sure everyone there was like, this girl yeah, should nice. not be here. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. It's, it's almost like, like I, I made the camp analogy earlier, but it's almost like a, an adult summer camp yeah. i mean it's obviously way way too busy but you're all away from home you're right. all around other media professionals you're yeah. all hanging out you all know what each it other's going so through it would have been so fun if i hadn't had all of the other i mean that's stuff that's happening. the thing if, if you didn't have to work it'd be a real <laughs> right, good time exactly but uh yeah so i was very tempted and i a, a guy actually that used to work at bowling green my old station we never actually overlapped but we knew of each other just because we came from the same station and uh he he like came in and was like i'm ready to shoot it there you go you should have got up there he could have he could have lobbed you some softball questions you could have started but uh i will say my my week was hard but he was there by himself for wave in louisville oh man He'd never been to the tournament either, so everything was new from him, for him. And like me, he kind of just started following people because he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. And he was turning like five stories a day. Oh, my God. And I watched them, and they were really good. Yeah. And he's not the sports guy. Like, he's a news guy. So I thought I had it bad, but honestly, I think Sean Bowdy may have had it even worse than me. I don't think he had quite the, the other stuff, all the yeah. other silly things. 
<laughs> that happened. But uh, but, yeah. but at least you were there with people who'd done it before. Exactly. That did help out a lot. But yeah, anyway, so wow. I made it through the week. Kentucky won. So finally, that was awesome. We ended up eating, you know, at the hotel, having a beer because I've never needed a beer so bad in my <laughs> life. Uh, but, you know, trip home. I thought, let's let's just get home. And, uh, you know, we're in standstill traffic, of course. I'm like, Because everybody's leaving. Yeah, that's the thing. Trip, everybody's heading north at that this point. This trip will never end. Uh, and uh, Lee K ends up putting on the, the Duke game with U, UCF, yes. which I got way too emotionally invested My in. wife got mad at me because I put it on. At the end of it, she was... At the you know the very end, the last oh, few plays, yes. she stands up, lets out an expletive. She's like, "Why'd you put that on? We should just been watching a movie." I got too invested, <laughs> and then she way too her. invested because I think everyone fell in love with Taco. Yep. Like, how could you not love that guy? And the poor poor thing, if he had just been a little more coordinated, they would have won because he's just he's so big. I, I don't think he knows how to control that well, body. I, there's there were times. Uh, I don't want to be the guy complaining about the refs, but there I've seen enough other people oh, posting Duke. They get- posting videos that were very uh, explicitly something was wrong, and it's just like, right. yeah, come on, man. Right. Like poor Taco, he just stand there with his arms up, and then and it's, it's a like, foul. He didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, like, he on, can't man. help how big he is. But at the same time, they had, you know what? They had plenty of opportunities to win it. They had a missed alley oop right there at the end. Oh, that was they had a, a shot and then a put back that both. So you know. I know, I know. Everything just happens like that for Duke, though. But we were just like, I felt like I was. We were both like loving and hating Taco. So then the car ride after like, that was real awkward. We're like, go guard the ball. <laughs> just pass it to Taco. He could just put it in. He doesn't even have to jump. Like I was like, how do you defend that? You yeah, can't. He's yeah. seven foot six. Like, you can't defend that. But, you know, obviously we all know what happened. So to end my trip, I was like, this is just the perfect ending to this trip is that Duke won in that game. <laughs> you so know you what I mean? Just, wow. I was just like, of course. Yeah. Of course. So in a nutshell, that's what happened. Wow. That's quite, very and you eventful. know what's weird? I still want to go back. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I, I know the feeling. They're, they are – Tough. I mean, that's people don't realize how much work goes into them oh, because all insane. they see is the couple of minutes on TV, right? And you, you know, smiling and happy, and it's like, no, no, these, these are, these are tough, but they're also fun. Yes. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's an experience that it's a most people will never know what it's like. Yeah, and typically that's the kind of thing I thrive in because it's like fun, and I was doing a lot of fan stuff. You also learn a lot on your first one. Oh gosh, yes, I learned a lot. And like, yeah. I bit off more than I could chew, which I own that, and I honestly wanted to, and I still. If I did it again, I'd do it again. You know what I mean? Like, I just, that was important to me was to do a good job on my first trip because I asked to go on this trip. Which you everyone, did it to yourself. Yeah, which everyone was loving to point out, like, you wanted to do this. And I was just like, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I do want to go back. It was really fun. And I honestly, like, I'm so much more into basketball now. Yeah. Just yeah, seeing, yeah, you can't help but get into it. Just seeing that and the emotion. I mean, like, these kids, like, for a lot of them, like, not only are they, you know, you're either in the tournament or you're out. Mm-hmm. So not oh, every only, game has so much. At yes, not on only it. are you out of the tournament, your season is over. Yeah. And for a lot of these guys, it's like tears. their college basketball career is over. They're never going to play for that school again. And it's just the most heartbreaking way to end. March Madness is my favorite sporting like time it of is year. So I like it. I like it better than the Super Bowl. I mean, maybe WrestleMania. So but draining still. though. It's a yeah. lot. 
but I loved it. Like it I got, I got yeah, really into it. The like, buzz I really care the about these people. But then I also met some of the nicest people in the world. Like I met the guy whose wife is a Florida fan. He's a UK fan, and they had a baby while we were down there. <laughs> and like the baby's room was decorated half Florida, half Kentucky, which I thought was so cute. And he was so nice. And then you know I met these ladies from Florida. Uh, who were at the pep rally, who were so sweet and encouraging, because I think they could tell, like, I'd have it a rough week. <laughs> you were on the edge. So she was actually a pastor, and she's uh, like... I'll pray for you. Yeah, she bought me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh. let's see, and then there was the school teacher who was just precious. She had on, like, just a really sparkly jacket, and Amber was like, I knew you were going to interview her as soon as I saw her, out of all the fans at the, <laughs> at the open sparkles. practice. She's like, I had a feeling you were going to interview that woman, and she turned out to be great. Like, anytime she teaches in Florida, and anytime Kentucky beats Florida, they don't have to do homework for a week. So, like, all of her kids, so all are, kids like, are, like, closeted Kentucky. UK fans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, like, it's like I'm, I had uh-huh. such good luck randomly. Like, I see Coach Gal. Like, yeah. I find all these great people, but then also combine that with all the bad luck. So, it was just so interesting. And, like, coming out of it, I can already laugh. And at points, I remember, you know, like, while I was crying to my mom and brother, I was like, I know at some point I'm going to laugh at this. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, we're back now, and, and you're yeah. able to laugh. So, that's good. I mean, obviously, it's tough while you're in the middle of it. Right. But- Wow. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm glad you got to go. I'm honestly, I don't even know if we should air this podcast. <laughs> I think it was it's great. It's so embarrassing. No, I, I think I think it just gives people an idea of what all goes on down yeah. there. Just because they, so, a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, if you were so. watching and like, I feel like no one knew. I, that was the one thing I was proud of. No, I, I mean, like, that's the thing. Everybody looked like they were just having a great known. time. <laughs> so, wow. And you can hear I barely have a voice anymore. It cracked several times this morning now that I'm back at work. But I made it. I survived. That's quite the story, Andrea. I'm telling you. I kept telling you I have so much to, to tell you. <laughs> I, I look I forward did. I look forward to your next travel log. Uh, oh, do, do you have any more trips planned? They're never the going to send me again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. I don't well, think everybody, we even need to do favorite things. I was going to say, again, my, you know, my favorite thing were these one. stories. Yeah. <laughs> This is obviously a special episode. Um, I did promise a game. We'll get that next <gasps> next right. week. And then I've also been uh, we've been talking to. I think we're going to try to have Phil Phil Pendleton on. Yes, he'll soon. be a great one. I'm yeah, excited to have. So I'm Phil. looking forward to that. But Andrea, thank you for being so honest and open. <laughs> Always so giving of yourself. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. You know, just just opening up an open book for everybody to to, to read to hear about. Just pulling back the curtain. Well, I just think it's neat for people to get that behind the scenes. Yeah. Look at what's down there. It's not so. nearly as fun as you think it is. <laughs> I mean, I've I've very much enjoyed it. Right. So. I'm sure you did. <laughs> All right, Andrea. Well, uh, thanks for the good time. No problem. Bye. Bye.